Lance and Ringo Tales Tale 10 A Christmas Tale Written and narrated by Bria Burton A family-friendly Christmas story And so the story begins with an interview. I'm sitting at my desk next to the Christmas tree with a notebook and a pen. My pets, Lance and Ringo, are about to tell me a Christmas story. I'm one of their humans. The male, my husband, and the female, me, are used in place of our real names. Lance, a black and white English Springer Spaniel, sniffs around the base of the tree. Ringo, a long-haired gray and white domestic cat, perches on one of the branches. He swats at a few ornaments. Lance nicknamed the male E for Earthworm Man and me M for Mousy Girl. Ringo refers to the male as Hairball and calls me Catnip. Question for Lance and Ringo. Did you get each other something for Christmas? Lance bouncing. I've got a big surprise for you, Ringo. Ringo swatting a ball ornament. I got you something small. Since Speedhound is my favorite superhero, I got you a secret society of Speedhound membership just like me. Ringo hanging on a branch. Aw, Lance, you weren't supposed to tell me yet. Not until tomorrow. Lance stares up at the kitty. Oops. I thought you should know because it starts 12 hours before Christmas. What do you mean? You'll see soon enough. See what? I'm not supposed to say. It's a surprise. Ringo pawing a snowflake ornament. You already ruined the surprise. Lance stands. That reminds me, I've got to get ready. For what? Where are you going? Lance runs toward the hallway. You'll see. The device. In the back room, a very special computer sat on the floor. Lance received it after he joined the secret society of Speedhound. Speedhound was his favorite superhero that he watched on television. The square box had two buttons, shaped like paw prints. One turned the computer on and the other turned it off. A cylindrical cone stuck out above the box that Lance could bark messages into. A slit on the side spit out messages from Speedhound himself. It was called the Speedhound Communicator, also known as SHC. Because Lance was already a secret society of Speedhound member, he could request that others be inducted into the society. When he requested that Ringo become a member for Christmas, the slit in the SHC spit out a message that read, Ringo will have his testing during the 12 hours before Christmas. If he passes he will become a member. Sincerely, Speedhound. Ringo and the Christmas Tree
Last year, I practically destroyed the fake Christmas tree that Hairball put up in the living room. This year would be no different. Catnip misted the tree with pine-scented spray. She had good intentions, of course, but that didn't make this a real tree. One tall metal pole was fitted with other metal poles that masqueraded as branches. The glued-on green fronds weren't fooling anyone either. But I sure had fun climbing up and tearing it apart. Balancing on one of the branches, I pawed the nearest ornament. I curled my claws around the metal, stabilizing. I swung my front paw hard. Whack! A plastic ball flew off, bouncing into a corner. Ha! One down, forty to go. Ringo! Lance cried. He sat at the foot of the tree, shaking his head at me. You should get down right now. I'm just getting started. I maneuvered through the metal bars, climbing higher. The fronds brushed my fur, tickling me. (laughs) The big Santa ornament rested above me. I reached my paw toward it, swatting gently. It didn't move. It's time, Ringo. When I glanced down, Lance wagged his tail wildly. Time for what? Why are you so excited? I refocused, determined to unseat this highly exalted Santa. He was going to tumble down, down, down. I need you to come with me into the back room, said Lance. I'm not allowed back there. Thanks to Hairball, I was banished from bedrooms. Just because I had gone potty on three different beds. And on Hairball himself one time. My left hind leg slipped. I gripped with my other three paws, steadying. I didn't fall, but it looked like Santa had won this round. For now. Below, Lance skipped around and wagged his tail, knocking the low ornaments off the tree. How helpful he could be sometimes. If you pass the test, you'll be allowed in that room for good. What test? I asked. Come on! He rushed out of the living room and down the hallway. If he was this excited, it might be something fun after all. I jumped to the floor, kicking any ornaments in my wake so they rolled under the couches. Good luck finding those, hairball. Down the hallway, I trotted until I reached the back room. The door was open. Lance sat on the floor next to some kind of machine. E and M gave you permission to come in here so long as I'm supervising you. You? Supervising me? I raised my whiskers. How could Lance be my supervisor? Yup. Lance's tongue flapped out the side of his goofy grin. Now come here so I can prepare you for the twelve hours of testing. Then, on Christmas Day... You'll become a member of the Secret Society of Speedhound. Fine. I did want to join the prestigious club. Back when Lance blurted out that he was a member, I had been shocked. How had he gotten in? He was good-natured, but sometimes could be a blockhead. If he passed the test, I would have no trouble at all. I may as well have called myself a member already. 
I sat next to him as he barked into a cylindrical cone sticking out of the machine. What's that thing? I asked. It's the SHC. Oh, that's Speed Hound Communicator. It sends messages directly to him, and he sends messages back. Like that. Lance pointed with his nose, one paw raised. I'd seen him do that when he was hunting for something. Like me, that time I escaped the house and dove into a bush to hide from some raccoons. A slit in the side of the SHC spit out a long piece of paper. Lance gripped the paper in his mouth, tearing it off cleanly at the end. He dropped the paper onto the floor. Oh, yes. He read over the message. He nodded, making noises like, hmm, and ah. I tried to read over his shoulder, but his floppy, long-haired ears blocked my view. What does it say? Lance lifted his chin, looking me in the eyes. It's time for your testing to begin. Good luck, Ringo. Coach Lance The message from the SHC was just how I remembered it when I joined the secret society of Speedhound. What fun to have Ringo become a member, too. As his big brother, it seemed fitting that I should recommend him. Read this first. I stepped away from the paper. Lance, you drooled on it, Ringo complained. Oops. A slobber smudge ran over the greeting. You can still see the message, can't you? I guess. He sat quietly swishing his tail as he read. The first time we heard about the secret society was on Speedhound's television show. He made an announcement at the end credits to let all the boys and girls and animals know they could join, so long as they could pass a very important test of character. Is this all? Ringo glanced up. The gray fur around his eyes looked like the mask the bad guys wore on Speedhound's show. No wonder you got to join so easily. It's not that easy, but I guess because we're such caring animals, it's easy for us. Ringo humphed. I'm not really caring, but I can do this. The instructions were pretty simple. I read the paper one more time. Every candidate who wishes to become a member of the secret society of Speedhound must display the qualities of character that Speedhound demonstrates on his TV series. Bravery, humility, and compassion to all creatures human and animal. Candidates must have a coach who watches and guides their progress. The person or animal who recommends you as a candidate will be your coach. Over the next 12 hours, your coach will watch your actions and report back to Speedhound through the Speedhound Communicator, or SHC. You, the candidate, must prove that you possess each of the three character qualities listed above in that time period. The coach will document each time the traits are demonstrated by you. Failure to demonstrate any of the qualities results in disqualification. 
At the end of the time period, Speedhound will send a notice through the SHC to your coach with his verdict regarding acceptance into the society. Good luck. I wagged my tail, licking Ringo's head. That means I'm your coach. Goody. Ringo's Test I had 12 hours to show Lance my silly excuse for a coach that I was brave, humble, and compassionate. Easy as catching a moth. Membership was already mine. I pranced into the living room, leaping back into the Christmas tree. Ringo, wait! Lance jogged after me. I have to watch your every move over the next 12 hours. Every instance of the character traits counts. Yeah, yeah, I'll show you my bravery. Watch this. I scaled the fake tree branches, ducking and climbing, pulling myself up higher and higher. Um, Ringo? Check me out! I peeked my head between two fronds. I'm at the top of the tree. How brave am I? Sorry, that doesn't count. Lance sat looking serious. Huh? I must have heard him wrong. I just demonstrated bravery, I said. Climbing the Christmas tree is not bravery. It's rude. E and M asked you not to do it, so I can't count that one. Murr. I jumped all the way down to the floor. It was a long drop, but I could handle it. The pads on my paws were tough. I raised my nose and strutted past him. That seems ridiculous. I'm brave for climbing and for jumping down. Should be two instances of bravery. Sorry, Ringo. You'll have to think of something else. Fine. Over the next 11 hours, I thought about it while I took a nice cat nap in my house. The lid to my litter box was what I referred to as my house because I could duck inside and it was the only place Lance would leave me alone. Maybe I wasn't thinking while sleeping, but the nap was just the refresher I needed. I awoke, energized, ready to conquer the world. This membership was mine. Ninja time! I rubbed my paws together and then took off running. I had one hour left and I'd show Lance what I could do. There you are! Lance stood at the end of the hallway, blocking my way into the living room. You only have an hour left and I don't have anything to report to Speedhound yet. I charged him. He twitched, then bent low, tail high, like he would pounce and stop me in my tracks. But I had other plans. I banked left, then right, tricking him one direction while I went the other. I ricocheted off the wall, and then I used Lance's back as a springboard before bouncing into the living room. And that was nothing, I cried, still running. I bounded off the furniture, flew through the Christmas tree, knocking a few branches and ornaments off in the process. Look how high I can jump. I leapt up the sliding glass door to tap the curtain rod with my paw. It was at least eight feet high. I stopped and turned long enough to see Lance shaking his head. Wait, there's more! 
I revved up, spinning and kicking and pouncing and flying all over the living room. Chairs fell down, blankets were flung, lights flickered, picture frames were overturned, a decorative snowman lost his head, (laughs) the rug bunched up like it had five scared cats underneath it. A vase tipped over, but luckily the flowers were fake and the glass didn't break. Ringo! I skidded to a halt below the coffee table with one paw in the air. I was about to grab the dangling end of the tablecloth for my big finale, but Catnip's yell stopped me. What in the world are you doing? If only I could explain that it was all for a good cause. While she picked up chairs and righted the vase, my least favorite person walked into the room. Hairball. Did Ringo do this? He asked. Yes. Catnip straightened out the rug. Why were you being so destructive? Lance came beside me, tail low and eyes sad. None of those things demonstrated any of the traits. What did he mean? You said climbing the Christmas tree didn't count, so I did all that other stuff. Lance sighed. That was just wildness. Bravery is facing something even though it scares you. I thought this test would teach you to be less selfish. Remember what I told you at Thanksgiving about selfishness? Yes, I admitted. Tearing things apart for someone else to clean up is selfish. You're going to have to change your ways if you want to join the secret society of Speedhound. And fast. He pointed at our humans with his paws. Do you see E and M? You mean hairball and catnip? I corrected him. He stamped his paw. Earthworm man and mousy girl. Okay, yes, I see them. Lance and I would never agree on nicknames for our humans. I let it go because he was the only one who could get me into the society. What character trait do you think they are demonstrating now? I shrugged. In Catnip's case, cleanliness. In Hairball's case, being annoying. Lance bopped me on the head. Ow, what was that for? I rubbed the spot. Because you can't be disrespectful and expect to join the secret society of Speedhound. Take a look again. I did take a look again, and I saw our humans picking up, straightening up, and squeezing each other's hands. They are showing compassion because you made the mess, but they are picking it up. Hairball and catnip replaced the fallen branches in the Christmas tree. The thing was starting to look pretty shabby, and I knew that was my fault. Gee, Lance was right. I rushed over to the snowman who had lost his head. I picked up the head, which was a puffy ball, and used my claw to set it on top of the larger puffy balls. The face with the carrot nose smiled at me. I turned back to Lance. He was smiling too, tail wagging. Ouch. Catnip cut her hand on a pokey frond. I rushed over to lick it all better. Lance nodded. Well done, Ringo. You've shown compassion. One down, two to go. Lance's Christmas Eve Countdown
The scent of pumpkin pie floated through the air. My mouth watered. Although it wasn't something dogs or cats could eat, the smell was so wonderful that I didn't mind. There were so many wonderful smells at Christmas. Peppermint, cinnamon, pine, pumpkin. This is hard. Ringo sprawled on his back beneath the Christmas tree amongst the wrapped presents, four paws in the air. His long fur sprang up wildly like he had stuck his claw into an electric socket. Ringo, stop whining, I scolded. Little brother could be so dramatic sometimes. You've only got ten minutes left before midnight. Then your twelve hours are up. It's Christmas Eve. You should have more Christmas spirit. He growled. You demonstrated two character traits. Only one to go. I don't care anymore. Of course you do. I nudged him. Maybe Ringo needed some reminding of how far he'd come. You showed compassion by licking Catnip's cut and giving the snowman his head back. I want some pie. Ringo sounded tired and delusional. We can't have any, I said. Also, you showed bravery by chasing off that raccoon. That's why I'm so tired, he said. E and M had allowed me to take Ringo outside just this once to demonstrate his bravery. It was dark, and a raccoon was rummaging in the neighbor's trash bin. Ringo ran straight up to the raccoon, meowing for him to get away. He chased the raccoon twice his size all the way down the street. I stayed close behind to make sure Ringo didn't get lost. The raccoon disappeared into a sewer opening. We won't be seeing him again. You were very brave, I said to Ringo. I just want to sleep. He rolled onto his side, tongue hanging out. Humility is the only one you have left. Ringo closed his eyes. I thought that would be the easy one. I'm humble. Isn't that enough? No, Ringo. You have to show me. This was looking more and more hopeless. I really didn't want Ringo to get disqualified. He needed a boost. Only five more minutes to midnight, and that gave me a thought. I knew just what to do. I pressed a button on the TV remote control. The end of the Speed Hound Christmas special appeared on the screen. Ringo rolled to his feet and walked to the TV. Oh, this is my favorite! He sat beside me and we watched the end of the show. Speedhound was passing out gifts to all the boys and girls and animals at the center of Metropolis. There was a giant Christmas tree behind him. His red cape waved in the wind. His blue costume had the red letters. S H on his chest. These gifts are given to you in honor of the greatest gift the world has ever received. Do you know what gift I'm talking about? Asked Speedhound. I'll give you a hint. It's the reason we celebrate Christmas. 
a little girl with curly black hair and bright brown eyes held up her present. It was a snow globe with a nativity scene inside. Baby Jesus? That's right. Tonight, we learned that it is better to give someone else a gift than to receive one. I've given each of you a gift. Be sure to give someone else a gift, too, and spread the wonderful spirit of Christmas. The boys and girls cheered. The animals barked and meowed. The Speed Hound Christmas song played as the end credits rolled. Well, I wagged my tail watching the clock. Two more minutes. Ringo glanced back over his shoulder. He was sitting on the couch reading a book. I think I know how to be humble. With his mouth, Ringo lifted a small present by the bow. He stepped toward E, hesitating and then jumped into his lap. This shocked me because Ringo despised E, whom he called Hairball, and usually terrorized him. E looked as shocked as I felt. He lowered the book. Ringo set the present in his hand. I'm sorry for everything. Here is a token of my thanks for helping to feed me and take care of me and give me a place to live. E petted Ringo's head. He couldn't understand what Ringo's meowing meant, but I could. What's this, Ringo? E opened the gift. It was a little ornament with a paw print on it. The words, I love my family, were inscribed below the paw print. I bet the female wrapped this for you and Lance to open on Christmas. But I'll put it on the tree now, okay, Ringo? Ringo hopped down while E hung the ornament. Good job, Ringo, I said. That was very humble of you. At the SHC, the Speed Hound Communicator, with 30 seconds remaining, I barked into the cone. Ringo demonstrated humility by apologizing to Earthworm Man for all the ways he terrorized him, and he gave him a present. Do you have to put it that way? asked Ringo. The clock dinged midnight. We looked at each other. We stared at the slit in the side of the SHC. We waited for Speed Hound's answer. Interview Conclusion Question for Lance and Ringo. What did you learn from each other? Lance wearing a Santa hat. I learned Ringo has all the traits that make him a great addition to the secret society of Speedhound. Ringo sits in front of the Christmas tree. Thanks to Lance, I got accepted. It's a wonderful Christmas present. Speedhound's note said, You are now an official member of the Secret Society of Speedhound. Way to go, Ringo. Ringo pushes a gift toward the dog. Here, Lance, this is for you. Merry Christmas. It's big. You said you got me something small. 
I did, but then I decided to give the ornament to Hairball instead. This is something I think you will like even better. The tag says to my big brother Lance, love Ringo. Go on, open it. Lance nudges a different gift toward the kitty. This one is for you from E and M. From Hairball and Catnip. Thanks. Lance tears the wrapping paper with his teeth. I can't wait to see what this is. You wrapped it so nicely. Ringo claws the paper off. Cool! Hairball and Catnip got me a whole box full of toy mice. Ooh, they squeak and rattle too. (laughs) The kitty bats a mouse toy around the floor. I promise not to play with your mouse toys. They will be just your toys. Ringo licks the dog's nose. Thanks, brother. Now finish opening your gift from me. Lance opens the box with his paw. I can't believe it. You need help? Lance gently lifts the gift. It's a red cape, just like Speedhounds. Ringo ties the cape strings around the dog's neck. Here! Lance gallops around the room. Oh boy, oh boy! I knew you'd like that cape. Lance runs back and forth. It looks like I'm flying! Ringo swats a mouse toy. This is the best Christmas ever! How did you get this cape, Ringo? Now that I'm a member, I can send speedhound messages too! Lance skids to a halt. Speedhound sent it? After midnight, when you went to sleep, I used the SHC to send a message. Speedhound said he would have the gift-wrapped cape delivered express first thing this morning. Wow! Speedhound sent me his own cape. No, I don't think that's his. I feel so special. Lance, it's not, what will Speedhound wear if I have his cape? Ringo sighs. I'm sure someone will make him another cape to wear. That's good. I wouldn't want him to go without one. It completes his superhero outfit. We've got more gifts to open, but first, let's send a message to all the humans and animals who have taken the time to listen to our tale. Yeah. Ready? Whether you have a tale or not, we wish you a Merry Christmas. <laughs> Let's at least try that last part again. Merry Christmas! The End This audio recording is narrated by the author. A Christmas Tale is a short story in a collection. Each story is a fun tale about Lance and Ringo, my pets. Although their adventures were derived from actual events, each story is a work of fiction. This audio recording is licensed under a Creative Commons, Attribution, Non-Commercial, No Derivatives License. That means you can share it with anyone, but do not sell it or change it. So please, do share the story. 
To read more adventures from Lance and Ringo, visit the Lance and Ringo Tales blog, www.lanceandringotales.blogspot.com. That's www.lanceandringotales.blogspot.com. Thanks for listening. Have a Merry Christmas.